0: G'day, and thanks for joining us for this week's Two Ticks Town Talk, a segment of the Australia Talks podcast. I'm DK.
1: And I'm R.D.
0: Please enjoy this segment from the regular podcast. Okay,
1: we go down to New South Wales to, well, oh, down for you, up for me, to New South Wales to the lovely town of Eden. Uh, It's got a population uh, 3,151. It's a coastal town on the south coast region of New South Wales. Uh, It's 478k south of Sydney. That's 297 miles. And it's the most southerly town in New South Wales, located between Nullica Bay to the south and Calicala, Kallakala. I don't know the pronunciation of that, but I'm going to go with Kala Bay, the northern reach of Twofold Bay, a deep natural harbour. So keep that in mind for what's coming up, and uh, build on undulating land adjacent to the third, the, uh, adjacent to the third deepest natural harbour, being two par, uh Twofold Bay in the Southern Hemisphere and Snug Cove on its western boundary. The, the, Snug Cove. Snug Cove, yes, which <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like in the the huge area of water was a, a nice place to, to be. So, yeah, it's a funny name. <laughs> now, what caught my interest about this was its tie-in with whaling in Australia. Um. 'll we'll, whaling in Australia is possibly a topic that we might do a deeper dive on in the the future um but we'll we'll de- delve into a little bit of its uh a brief overview in in this give a little bit more info on it before we get into that whaling side that's that's relevant uh. The local Aboriginal people who lived in the region prior to the arrival of Europeans were the, the Tharwa people of the UN Nation. Now, whaling ships had been operating in Australia uh, around and in that area in 1791. In that particular area, George Bass uh, first took shelter in Twofold Bay on the return leg of a voyage to Van Diemen's Land now called Tasmania, in February 1798, uh, noted that the bay on the Southwood, noting the bay on the Southwood leg of his uh, same voyage in December 1797. And then later in September of that uh, year, Matthew Flinders surveyed the bay for the first time. Uh, They also made contact then with the local uh, Thoa Aboriginal people on that occasion. Whaling in Australia began around that time, 1791,
0: and five of the
1: 11 ships... Sorry, didn't waste any time, did they? No, well, wait for this next sentence on how they didn't waste any time. In 1791, uh, it began when five of the 11 ships in the 3rd Fleet landed their passengers and freight at Sydney Clove and immediately left Port Jackson and buggered off to do some whaling oh and my seal goodness. hunting. So it was, I suppose, people, uh, that was a source of, uh, a, a very lucrative source of, of oil. Um, and oil, you know, the the whale oil, uh, particularly, you know, sperm whale um yeah, there's also the humpbacks, bowheads, right whales as well. The oil that you could get out of them, which was uh, used for you know, lighting and heating, and until fossil fuels came along and, and saved the whales. Um, That's it, a it weird
0: was, sentence. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's it's true. If it, if it wasn't yeah. for fossil fuels, we probably wouldn't have any whales left. Uh, but until then, it was it was a valuable commodity so <laughs> you're right they didn't they didn't waste any time whatsoever, and it was one of those uh things that it became it became quite obvious that uh Australia and New Zealand, the area around it was a very rich hunting ground now there was two types of um ways that they did the whaling one was you know, going out in the the open seas, and the other one was um essentially being land-based and using a, a big, deep natural harbour like you had in, uh, in Eden. So you've got uh, – uh, where are we? So whaling went on to become a major maritime industry in Australia, provided work for hundreds of ships, like hundreds of ships, thousands of men, and uh, contributing export products were worth – 4.2 million pounds by 1850. Now, looking at that, I should have done a trans uh, translation and inflation adjusted for what it is now. But let's just uh, do a rough back of the uh, envelope. Count. Yep, that's a shirtload. Um, <laughs> so the first shore whaling station on the Australian mainland was established by Captain Thomas Rain, and that was at Twofold Bay near near Eden. Um, Well, it's where Eden's located. So bay whaling involved the capture of right whales that were in sheltered bays around the coasts of Australia and New Zealand. So during winter months, they'd come in, they'd breed. So at that time, they were uh, vulnerable to to capture. Uh, It was good for the new colonies, because you didn't need a whole lot of financial resources. You just had to be able to get some basic ships, take off when it was the right thing, and you could have a shore-based whaling station with a few boats, uh, don't know what tripods are, and wooden casts to to store the oil. Uh, People involved with that... That's the word I was looking for. The people involved with that didn't receive set wages, but like pelagic whalers, and pelagic means any water that is neither close to the bottom or near the shore, they were paid a share of the value of the catch, known as a lay. So that was, it was interesting how that was uh, an industry that they knew they came down to us. Came down to Australia. Realised that it was something that uh, the colony could use to not only support itself, but start bringing in uh, money, and being able to do it. It's almost like a startup doing it some from somewhere like uh, like Eden. So I thought that was one of the things that really caught my interest uh, about it. Yeah, and I was a bit surprised like like you, DK, I didn't realize it was so quick and so off the mark.
0: Yeah, now that you've explained that, it does make sense that they were like because these guys, a lot of these sailors and that have probably done it in the past at some point anyway. And they probably kind of knew what they were doing. Also, I would imagine that the whales possibly, you know, didn't necessarily react. Uh, in, in, you know, there might have been a bit more um, uh, not friendly, but maybe a bit more um, lethargic to the la- whalers coming coming to attack them just because they simply hadn't encountered anything like that before um, compared to, say, the whales in, in, in the northern hemisphere, uh, which by that point, you know, had been severely decimated their populations and things like that. Um, Yeah, well,
1: it's beautifully set up for me to tell you the (laughs) story—the story of the orcas. (laughs) (laughs) It's poor whales. Oh, yeah, poor whales is right. Now, the uh, the local Aboriginal people, uh, the Tharwa people from the UN Nature Nation, they were employed in the whaling industry. Yeah, they were involved with the, the the boats and everything around there so they're they intimately involved with that um uh where are we uh, excuse me i just lost my my place this is the part that really sort of um really sort of took my my notice uh when the right whales would cut would would come in There'd also be killer whales um, chasing them, but killer whales were considered a, a pest and an annoyance, and basically a, a nuisance. And frequently, killer whales, which I didn't realise, they're a type of a type of dolphin, according yeah, to what I, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, the bastard dolphin of the sea, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they would—they were just a, a, a pest to the the whalers, and so they would sort of traditionally in whaling things. Yeah, you know, they they they'd harpoon them. You know, treat them treat them poorly. But the local Aboriginal people, they had had a long relationship with the. Um, Killer whales in the the area. Before the the white folk came to Twofold Bay, the killer whales uh, hunted a a porpoise like cretaceous called the grampus. Often they ran them ashore where uh, the Aborigines would feed on them. And they said they felt that they were strengthened in the belief that the, the killers were sacred because they provided food for the people there. So they had a relationship. With the killer whales, um, before the yeah you know, before white man came over there, so what happened is they were involved in this industry. When they were on the, the ship, they said, "No, no way at all. Are we going to kill? Start killing these killer whales? They're they're yeah you know, they're sacred to us. Yeah, you know, we're not going. To, we're not going to do that." But what they ended up establishing, they. Through and I don't, I couldn't find out how they did this, but they ended up training the killer whales to trap the right whales in the bay so that they could be more easily killed by the whalers, and then the whalers would reward the killer whales by giving them choice cuts of meat. From the, whales that they, from the right whales that they had killed. So they ended up having this symbiotic relationship where the killer whales worked in conjunction with the whalers for uh, a good feed from these white whales. Uh, right whales. I thought that was really wow. a, a really interesting little twist. Wow.
0: I think I've yeah. heard this before, actually. Is there yeah. more to the story? I don't want to. I don't want to jump in.
1: No, I couldn't find more to that because I, I went to a couple of other things. Now, who knows? Maybe in the other whaling. Because when I read this, there was a little tinkle, tickle in the back of my head as well, thinking, "Oh, this sounds familiar," but I couldn't find. Um, I couldn't find more in the time that I applied to it. I'm trying uh, to
0: think. Something and and look, this may be like a movie or something. I'm not sure, so, but it's just something I remember from from when I was younger. Some something like uh, the the whales, uh, the killer whales that would help them would be would wanted to have the, um, I think it was the tongue. ...of the the right whales, something like that, and they would have to give them, like, first choice, right, as payment for for helping, which makes sense. Um, And then, you know, one day a group of them didn't, and then the killer whales wouldn't help them anymore, and it became, uh, like, you know, it made their, their lives significantly more difficult... I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> it may be something like I said. It may have just been like a story or something like that. But I'm sure I've heard about this cooperation between man and and beast uh, in the past, which is kind of cool in a way. But it's also kind of like mm. horrific.
1: <laughs> well, look, it is. But I liked how there. I liked how there was the the melding of, of a very traditional mm. uh, relationship between the the Thawar people and the. Killer whales, and how it incorporated so neatly into the uh, the next evolution of the um, that that area.
0: Yeah, it's yeah yeah it's it's cool, but at the same time we're still killing whales, so well, <laughs> it's, you know.
1: Well, look, that's that's true. And what I what I saw looking through things, there's there's different things about when Australia stopped it, and a whole lot of other things. Which, as as I said, we might end up doing a, um, a a deeper dive. But yes, so that is why I chose Eden. That's what caught my in- interest: the whaling in Australia and the story of the the orcas. Have you been to Eden before? I have. I've oh, had I've been to to Eden. Um, uh, when we sometimes, when we've gone up to to Sydney, we think, oh, let's take a a, a bit of a um, more scenic route." Yeah, more scenic route up the up the coast. You'd never do it in school holidays or something like that. Oh yeah, it's I can imagine. A, oh, pain in the neck. But you know, when yeah. we've got a got a bit of time up our, mm-hmm. our sleeve um yeah you know, we have stopped at eden haven't stayed there but you know had a had a bit of a feed there had a bit of a stop and a a walk around when we had a leisurely drive um yeah not a bad part of the the world and i knew there was i knew there was whaling there but uh sorry had been whaling there because you know there's a few things in the the town that um give you some information on that but didn't know those details so yeah, yeah. Yeah no, cool. It's an interesting spot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah.